Hello everyone, welcome to Narcissism Recovery Podcast, produced by the Magnolia Healing Center. I'm your host, Yitz Epstein. In this podcast, we will be delving into topics related to narcissistic abuse, codependency, childhood wounds, childhood trauma, mental illness, and all things narcissism. The purpose of this podcast is to bring widespread awareness and healing to the global epidemic of narcissism and codependency. It is my hopes that with this podcast, we can collectively create an environment of health and healing for you, the individual, and for the world at large. Let's begin. Hi, everyone. Thank you all so much for joining me for today's episode. Today, I'm going to be discussing the art of self-love. So most people do not necessarily understand what it means to truly love themselves and how to practice this art of self-love. You know, many people are living under the guise that self-love is when you're overly focused uh, on oneself, maybe self-absorbed or self-obsessed. Uh, most of the time, this is really based on a egoic, selfish mindset that includes, you know, loving the egoic self or one's imagined personal image, which becomes very self-focused and overly self-indulgent and does not necessarily include empathy or compassion towards other people and thus interconnection. So in today's episode, I'm going to be discussing, you know, what is self-love and what the importance of self-love is, and finally, how to attain self-love in a way that leads to feeling whole, happy, fulfilled, confident, and loved. So to begin, self-love is synonymous with self-acceptance. So at the core of who we are, we are love. I strongly believe that at the essence of who we are, we are pure, unconditional love. Uh, that is our, so to speak, essence. So when you start to explore who you are uh, and aim to become more self-aware, there are many identities that our ego attaches to as if that is who we truly are, our true identity, even though that's not necessarily our true nature. So we begin life you know, thinking that we are our bodies, our minds, our thoughts, our ego, uh, our culture, our religion, our actions, or our achievements, or what other people think of us. Uh, these are all egoic man-made identities. This is not our truth. This is not necessarily who we are. The truth is, is that we are none of these. We are at the core, we are a soul and the soul is above any identity, any specific cultural or religious or, or familial identity. And this soul that we truly are is unconditional, pure, unconditional love. So this pure, unconditional love that I speak of is who we were naturally uh, before our family of origins, our society, and like I mentioned, our culture, our religion conditioned us to believe otherwise. And when a person accepts themselves, what they're doing is they're accepting their true self, their soul, whose nature is unconditional love. Furthermore, the art of self-love is also the art of present moment awareness or living in the now. So when a person is fully in the present moment, this means they are not in their heads, they're not in the past or the future, they're not in their thinking mind. When a person is fully present, that is when they are their true self. And the reason this is the case is because you are the most you, you are your truest self when you are in the present moment. So a person who struggles to be present is also struggling to accept themselves or parts of themselves because those parts of themselves would be trigger, triggered or activated when they got into the present moment. So a person who is self-loving is going to be fully present, is going to be whole, is not going to be disconnected from or defended against any elements of themselves. They're not going to be hiding themselves or disconnected from their shadow self. Uh, as a result of this, they're fully accepting of the flow of love that they are, and thus they are engaging in the practice and the art of self-love. So now I want to go into the importance of self-love. I do believe strongly that self-love is one of, if not the most important element of mental health, of relational health, of creating a life of abundance, happiness, and growth. So let's talk about the importance of self-love. When a person loves themselves, they are one with themselves. They are whole, they are self-aware, and they don't need others to tell them who they are. 
they're at peace with themselves, and they're not at war with parts of themselves. They're not disconnected and defended against elements of themselves. And when they feel down, when they feel emotionally dysregulated, or when they are in a negative mood, or they get into their negative thinking mind, these and things may not go their way in life. But however, because they are grounded in the moment as a result of this, they're not swayed by the opinions and actions of others and by life circumstances, and they are really just living a peaceful life. So it's so important to... Uh, really master the art of self-love because when you are in this place you are you are peaceful and as a result of this you're much more easy to get along with you're easier going you're more peaceful and enjoyable to be around other people in addition when a person is engaged in the act of self-love when they are loving themselves they radiate a sense of peace and happiness and unconditional love that is extremely attractive and just by being in the presence of someone like this, it can be very, very uh, healing. Uh, these types of people are oftentimes the healers, the therapists, the gurus, and the shamans of a culture, of a society. So with self-love, we can come to relationships from a place of giving and receiving as opposed to clinginess, needy, being needy, uh, having our self-worth you know, regulated with the approval and love of others, otherwise known as codependency. So as a, when we engage in self-love, when we have this self-awareness and self-love, we are at peace with who we are, we know who we are, and as a result, we are whole. We're no longer looking for an identity in another person. And as a result, our relationships can become interconnected and interdependent as opposed to codependent or narcissistic. So when a person is loving themselves, it becomes easier to love other people because they realize that other people are, in essence, themselves. So when a person loves themselves, it's easier. When the person loves themselves, it's easier to love other people as a result. In addition, with self-love, we're able to grow and become more of what we were meant to be. You know, the quote that, you know, if you want a person to grow and heal, love them. Love them where they are. So when a person loves themselves where they are, as a result of accepting and being present and loving themselves, it becomes much more easier to grow and become more of what you were meant to be. Self-love allows us to believe that we are worthy of all good things. And as a result of this belief, it attracts abundance as our belief system attracts what we are going to create into our life. So if you have an abundant mindset, one of worthiness, one of happiness, one of unconditional love, then that's going to attract high vibrational experiences and belongings and abundance into your life. So now let's talk about how trauma and abuse affects our ability to accept and love ourselves. So when a person is abused, when they have endured trauma, when they have endured narcissistic abuse, you know, they're going to feel shame about themselves. And, and oftentimes they're going to blame themselves for the abuse. So what that does is that causes the individual to feel that parts of themselves are unlovable because that's the reason these unlovable parts were the reason they were mistreated. And as a result, they're going to very much struggle to accept themselves. So when a person is abused, you know, they struggle to be present because the present moment triggers that trauma, that, that pain that they haven't necessarily accepted and integrated. You know, the present moment, if you think about it, is where the trauma happened. So many of our defenses are to protect us from feeling the pain of being in the present moment. Oftentimes we're living in our heads, in the past, in the future, in a, in a narrative. And this, as a result, is just disconnected from our present moment experience. And this results in the love that would naturally flow by being in the present moment, that, that love that flows through us, it becomes stuck and, and stagnant. And therefore we struggle to be in the flow of that love flow of our lives. The next way that trauma and abuse affects our ability to self-love is that negative emotions that are usually present in abuse and trauma victims, such as shame and guilt, are going to block the flow of love in the heart chakra. So if you know anything about the chakras, when there's trauma, it's going to create this blockage of the energy flow. Heart, the chakras are the energy centers of our body and they flow upwards and downwards throughout. So as a result of trauma, it's going to create a blockage and it's be, going to be 
very difficult for the person who has a blockage in their chakras to give and receive love in intimate relationships. And, and naturally, this is going to misalign our chakras, going to imbalance that those energy centers throughout the body, making it very difficult to feel aligned and grounded and be able to, like I mentioned, give and receive love in a healthy way. In addition, with trauma and abuse, you know, we have negative core beliefs. We have a corrupted value system, and this is, causes us to believe uh, faulty, negative, false core beliefs, such as I'm unworthy, I'm unlovable, and, and this blocks love. This blocks our ability to see ourselves as lovable and ultimately accept love from others and, and, and give out love unconditionally. So with negative, false, self-defeating core beliefs, like I mentioned, such as I'm not enough or I'm not lovable, we have a lowered self-esteem, lowered self-worth, and with these, it becomes very difficult to love ourselves and receive love from others as we don't necessarily believe that we uh, deserve it, that we can even accept it when it comes. So when we enter into relationships with other people and we have these wounds, we're wounded, we're fragmented, we're emotionally dysregulated, and we lack self-love, we depend on other people to meet our needs for self-love and to complete us, to make us whole. And we end up needing other people to regulate our feelings of self-worth, and we're not free to truly be our true, unconditionally loving selves with other people. Now let's talk about how to attain self-love, how to practically practice the art of self-love. So like I mentioned earlier, we need to work towards accepting ourselves regardless of how we feel about ourselves and not abandoning ourselves or self-neglecting when we get triggered. So important to come back to yourself and work on present moment awareness, you know, doing the healing work and realizing that yes, we may be running from ourselves, running from the present moment, judging the present moment, or just disconnected from our authentic present moment experience. So working through triggers and allowing that stagnant, frozen energy of the past of our traumas to move and integrate into our present moment experience is extremely powerfully healing in allowing us to allow that self-love to flow through us, which then in uh, subsequently causes us to be more self-loving. Next, it's important to hang out with people who love themselves and radiate love. These people are a living example of how to do so. Many of the popular ones you hear of are like Buddha and, uh, and Jesus, but ultimately these are people who are reflecting back to society how to unconditionally accept and love yourself. So perhaps it's a friend, a therapist, a coach, or someone you admire, you know, watch how they accept themselves regardless of their perceived flaws and past mistakes and learn from these people uh, because these people are a living example of how to truly accept love themselves and be present in the moment. Um, next is hire a, a therapist or a coach who can hold space for you while you go inward and work on the parts of yourself that maybe you're defended against or maybe you're ashamed of. Work towards accepting those parts of yourself, loving those parts of the self that were split off or fragmented. Just a small note here, you want to make sure that this is someone who's familiar with shadow work and integrating the fragmented self. Not a lot of people are aware of what it takes to hold space for somebody who is wounded and wants to do this healing work, so you want to make sure they're qualified in that domain. It's important to accept the inner child that you have that's wounded, that feels disconnected and, and ashamed of him or herself. You know, learn to give that inner child the love and respect that they deserve but never got. You know, this child self is actually much closer to our authentic self. So the more we get close to that child self, the closer we feel to our true selves, our soul, and the flow of unconditional love that ultimately uh, flows through us when we are present and self-accepting. It's important to treat yourself with respect. You know, be compassionate and kind to yourself. The more you act in this way towards yourself, the easier it gets to see yourself as someone who's deserving of that love. And the more you will come to believe that you are capable of loving yourself and living this self-loving lifestyle. And finally, it's so important to discern between selfish, self-centered, narcissistic, sort of egoic love and, and true, healthy, unconditional love of the soul. When we become more self-aware of our true nature and realize that we are a soul whose nature it is to simply love, it becomes easier to give and receive love as we realize that there is an internal 
an infinite amount abundance of love that is constantly replenishing itself so there's no no need to fight or compete uh, with others to get it or achieve or become something that we are not in order to uh, get this love it is unconditional and it happens as we become present and we simply accept that flow of unconditional love so i want to point out that the only reason one of the main reasons why we have heartbreaks in life is because we attach to things or people who are giving us an identity and that identity is not necessarily who our true self is so when we learn to let go and accept who we are, you know, our true nature, that we are an eternal soul, then no matter where we are or what happens to us, what we have or we don't have, who comes into our life or who doesn't, we can make peace with that experience since we know that these things come and go, but the love we have for ourselves in our heart and for other people lasts forever. And when we accept and love ourselves unconditionally, we become a light to those around us and ultimately we attract abundance of all sorts. So your relationships begin to thrive and, and you can really grow into your full potential. I cannot stress enough how important it is to work on self-love. And if you ask me, you know, self-love is everything. Even love of other people towards other people in relationships are designed to help you become more of a self-accepting and self-loving version of yourself. So when we love ourselves, you know, we can be there for other people. And a lot of times if you've been victimized, you feel like, oh, self-love is selfish. But in fact, self-love is actually the most selfless thing you can do because by loving yourself, you are a better version, a happier, healthier, more aware version of yourself. And that's really what the people around you need and benefit from the most. It is very hard to love yourself if you have endured trauma and abuse, if you've been wounded in childhood, if you do not have healthy role models, healthy primary caregivers who model that self-love, then it's so important to go on a healing journey to self-love, which is ultimately our responsibility. You know, when we do not do this, we are not able to be ourselves, be whole and be complete and independent in our interdependent relationships. And as a result, oftentimes we attract people who are toxic. We attract narcissistic partners who we aim to try to love us so that we can love ourselves. It's so important to correct our internal world. And as a result, as a result of doing this, we are going to be able to show up to the world with an energy of self-love, which will then attract the best for us in our life, attract what we need to grow, and, and ultimately be a living example for those around us and ultimately those who are to come after us, our children and their generations after us. So I can't, like I mentioned, describe enough how important it is to work on self-love and to truly show up to life as a self-loving, self-accepting, present moment version of yourself. So if you'd like to work on this with me, I'd be happy to join you on a healing journey to self-love. Please reach out to me and discuss how I can be of service to you on that healing journey to self-love. My email is yitz, Y-I-T-Z, at magnoliahealingcenter.com. You reach me by phone, 818-210-6049. I want to thank you all so very much for joining me for today's episode. Until next time, take care.